Hey guys, welcome to the Inga Company Podcast. We are two long-distance cousins that are finally living together in Dallas. We're both navigating life in our 20s and learning from each other along the way. So keep listening along and hopefully we can make you laugh and feel like you're in good company. Hey! Hello! What's up? Welcome back! Gabby's going to do this intro all by herself. Yeah, because clearly Ellie is struggling over Gabby just made fun of me for a solid two minutes right before this. So she's going to take it. All by yourself. Have fun, Gab. <laughs> okay, thanks. No, it just, you just are very hoarse, and I just feel bad for our listeners, you know? I do too. I honestly do. I'm sorry, yeah. also. It's okay. Ellie went a little too hard this weekend at ACL, no, clearly. No, here's my problem. This has happened more times than one. One. Is that right? More times than one. I like am very prone to losing my voice. Fun fact, which like I don't even know if I should share this, but I had to break up with my psycho ex with like not even like this much of a voice like literally no voice it was just air it was horrible he like comes knocks on my door and i'm like like that's literally the whole time and you know that man was talking over me the whole time (laughs) (laughs) he did that when i had a voice and then no voice i just was like yeah bye yeah anyways oh my god but yeah, I'm very prone to losing my voice, and I was sick l- the week before, and then went to ACL and was screaming all weekend, so of mm-hmm. course, lost my voice, and of course, my job is talking on the phone all day, so yeah, it's not sounding very good now. No, it's not, but um, I feel bad for everyone else to listen to me. I don't want to listen to me, so sorry, y'all. Yeah, uh, it's okay. We just have a an intro um, we're going to get through right now. We have a special guest, as you can probably tell by the title. Um, my father, the man, the myth, the legend, the man, the myth, the legend. He is my one and only father. And that we know of. That we know of. We're not um, really sure what the family situation still, is still. No, it kind of plays out. I think I'm his daughter. Drax, y'all have the same legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah no we're excited to have him on it's kind of just like a fun little conversation and an interview sort of say where we ask him some questions and he gives us some insight into his life and some advice um but it's just like a cute little conversation i was thinking about it while we were recording i'm like when he's like long gone and like stop oh no, my god it's okay. it's it's okay. so it has to happen it's life but like my like kids kids will be like wait listen to this episode of like our great great grandfather like isn't that cool that is cool yeah well, we've already talked about our kids listening to it and they're gonna be like what's a podcast yeah they're gonna be like what how do you plug this in yeah you tore headphones <laughs> <laughs> um anyways uh we had the most amazing incredible weekend, weekend. Like, every time I think about it, I just am, like, so, like, it was so fun. It literally was so perfect. Everything, like. Well, first off, shout out to the one and only Sarah Schaefer and Brooke Schaefer yes, for letting us stay there. there. Yeah. We stayed at, um, so Brooke is one of my, like, really good friends from college. And she is, you know, grew up in Austin. So, literally every time I go visit, I normally stay with the Schaefers. They are the sweetest humans. Like Sarah, she I literally to. took us in with like open yes. arms. 
was like apologetic that we had to share a bedroom. Like, are you kidding me? Ellie and I have to share a bedroom literally wherever we go. So we don't care about that. But had like food for us, alcohol, like bought, got our wristbands the week of because Ellie and I made this decision kind of last minute. I mean, we always had the intention of going to ACL, but it was very like, okay, like it's about time. We should probably buy tickets. Yeah. And then it was like, do we even go? So glad that we went. No, oh my God. So worth it. So worth it. Worth every penny. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, she literally was goals. Like if I'm not a, her as a mom, if I'm not Sarah Schaefer, I don't want it. No, literally. And she just was so fun and made us the best food and helped us like sneak in the alcohol. (laughs) She literally gave us a flask every day and she was like showing me how to like sneak it in. I'm like, girl, you really, yeah, no, she, she is the coolest mom ever. And it was so fun. And it, her house is beautiful too. Had like the best backyard. We just like woke up in the mornings and had our coffee and it was so wholesome and went going to the festival with all of them too it was just yeah. so fun and getting ready together and getting outfits together it was just like the perfect um atmosphere yes no it was so fun and then of course acl with everyone was also so fun yeah the lineup all was the artists was honestly really good i wasn't like super excited about it just because it wasn't like anyone crazy but it was a very like wholesome lineup like the first night we had the revivalists and lumineers and then there was like hosier and niall horan and mumford and son so like very like wholesome alternative music vibes but then we had like labyrinth and Odessa on Sunday night, which was uh, Odessa was probably one of the best performances I've ever seen, ever. Yeah, like, no, it Odessa was, was sick. I've never seen him before, and it was literally like the perform. Like it wasn't just a concert; no. like it was a performance. Yes, they had these drummers that were in sync, and they had like LED lights that matched the screen. They had different singers because, like, they're kind of more, you know. They like collab with yeah. other people, and then yeah, the singers came out. Oh, it was, it was so, so good. good! Like it literally blew my mind, and it was like they played every one of their best songs. Like there yeah. was never like that time where you're like, okay, what is this song? No, it was every one of their best songs. Not only that, but they also made them better. Like they would throw in some beats that you hadn't heard before, and it, ever, the whole crowd would be like, whoa, yeah. like this is insane. Like it was, it was cool. so fun, and then. Ellie and I went out Saturday night and we just, we made our Guys. way to Latchkey. <laughs> we, we had, were on a mission. We were on a mission. Literally, <laughs> this we like leave early, which we weren't really planning on doing, but like we have to get to the bar so it's going to be crazy. So we end up leaving ACL after Shania Twain. And there's normally like a, the other headliner plays like 15, 20 minutes after. Mm-hmm. So we ended up just skipping and we literally like start walking out there's crowds of people like impossible to find an uber of course and we walk probably i would say at least like half a mile maybe a mile yeah because we a mile when we drove the next day we were like no we definitely walked all over a mile point. i yeah. think like 1.5 miles we walked so far because we were definitely walking over like 20 minutes yeah yeah that's true so it was probably like honestly two miles three so no not two miles probably a mile it doesn't take 20 minutes to walk two miles. It takes 20 minutes to like run Wa- two to miles. To walk one mile. Yeah, exactly. We were walking for like 45 minutes. I don't think so. No, we were not. No, we weren't. 
Gabby's being dramatic. Anyways, mm. so we walk all the way to this place. Finally, we see a bunch of scooters, and we're like, why are people not scootering everywhere? So we hop on. We, like, get behind these pedicabs. The pedicabs to take us from ACL to West 6th was, like, they were, like, 150 bucks. Gabby's, like, screaming at these people. She's like, that's a freaking plane ticket. Like, <laughs> so offended by the fact that they were charging that much, which is ridiculous. Yeah, it's a ripoff. But then... Yeah, so then we get on these scooters. Gabby hops on the back. Not our smartest. <laughs> well, I, my phone was dead, so we could only get one scooter. Oh, yeah, that's Like, right. we didn't have an option. So I jump on Ellie's scooter, and we're scootering, and I'm kind of scared because I've had my fair share of scooter falls. And She one was, was a backseat really scooter driver. Literally, the whole time, she's like, slow down. <laughs> I'm like, Gabby, sh- like, please. Okay, okay, well, dude, look at the scars I have on okay, my body. And from- you were driving. No, I wasn't. Who was driving? Uh, my friend. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm like, and we biffed it. (laughs) (laughs) No, and it's just like, I don't know. I just have a little bit of PTSD. So, but we, we were just motivated. We were were scrolling through traffic. (laughs) We were like on the roads. It was so bad. And then we, we, at one (laughs) point we like got to a point where like we couldn't go around or like go through traffic like it would have been so bad so we stop walk across the street grab another, <laughs> another scooter hop on and yeah. we literally yeah we no, like we pulled up outside the bar park our scooter like get in to the best bar ever latchkey and just had the best time like that's the bar if if you're an avid listener where ellie and i always try to make our way onto the picnic table and dance and right when i got in there i saw a little corner of the picnic table open and i was like ellie come and i like this guy like looks at me and grab like just grabs my hand to like pull me up i like turn around i pull ellie up i'm like hell yeah i don't do we even get a drink before we <laughs> no, went up there we didn't we, we didn't. went straight wait did we did we get a drink inside no no we literally went up without a drink no way I feel like we had to have gone. But then maybe we didn't because I remember getting a drink at the bar outside, but not inside. I don't know. Anyways, we had a lovely night on the picnic tables. Mom, dad, you'd be so proud. I only paid for one drink. (laughs) Yeah, we got just no latchkey is never disappointed no literally i'm like thinking about right now it's so i saw a tiktok today i come up my free page of a guy talking about like the guys in texas and then there was another video that he um, replied to a comment with. I need to show you it. And he's like showing the guys that he's talking about how they're all like over six foot and tall, dark and handsome, which I'm like, mm, which Austin are you yeah. in? But anyway, I haven't seen him. Um, he's like taking a video at Latchkey though. And someone commented goes, I, I know Latchkey when I see it. And I was like, I knew it was Latchkey. Literally. He like commented back on it. But no, we that night was like from a movie. And even the first night, because Elliot and I didn't really think we were going to go the first night, but we ended up going and, we to went to ACL, not to Latchkey. Yeah, sorry, to ACL. And we went to Revivalist, um, which was so... <laughs> there's a naked woman over there. What? Do you see her with her towel on her head? No. By the window? No. It's like on the, the second oh, wait, floor. Yeah, up. I do. <laughs> oh my God, we're sitting in our living room right now. <laughs> and you can peek like straight into the apartment next to us. This woman is just butt ass naked <laughs> right outside the win- her window. Shoot, that's bold. Yeah. Okay. Dang. But okay. Looking. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's literally right in front of me. I'm like, wait, whoa. Um. Okay. Anyways. Um. 
Oh, yeah. So we saw The Revivalists, and then we went to Lumineers. But Ellie and I just were, it was just her and I, because we were trying to, everyone was already at the festival. So we were just trying to make our way through, like, see, catch a few songs that we liked. And her and I are, like, are literally, not only did we just drive three hours to Austin together. Alone. And, like, get ready. Yeah, alone. <laughs> Like, talk the whole way. Yeah, talk the whole way down. Like, didn't even listen to music. Literally. And then we get to the festival, and we're watching the revivalists. Her and I are just in a deep conversation. We're like, it's probably like an hour, and we're finally like, wait, we literally live with each other. Drove down here. Podcast together. (laughs) We, like, work at home together. Like, why are we talking to each other so much? Literally. But also, like, even sometimes when we're at home, we're, like, run out of things to talk about. No, that night, we literally just, like, could not Oh, my God. We were just, like, like, our chatty Cathy's, like, 100%. No, but even that night was so fun. That was what I was trying to get at. That night was a blast. It was so fun. Um, But... Yeah, the weekend was amazing. The weekend was, was so, so good. And we took off Monday, which was perfect. Yeah, because we needed that. I would have died. Oh, yeah. Well, we went Sunday. Sunday was the best day. Yeah, Sunday. We were out late Sunday yeah. night, too. So it was, I mean, not super late, but still, like, later than the festival. And it was just such a wholesome weekend and good people not wholesome. around. I wouldn't consider that, like, a wholesome weekend. I would consider that. Oh, like, I mean, yeah, I got, I mean, a wholesome, like, festival weekend, because I was with, like, such great people. Be- it's just, like, no good music. Such thing. A wholesome, fe- like, a festival's, like, yeah. what do you, well, that wasn't really that much at that festival. I mean, yeah, but also, we were drunk almost all day, every day. Like, we were in great company at the festival. I get what you're saying, but, like, I wouldn't consider that like the wholesome vibe. Wholesome would be hopefully our vibe for this weekend because we need a. That's like a chill weekend. That's what I would call chill. I just meant like we, I got to see my brother and we got to stay with your friend and hang out with like the coolest mom ever. Like we just got like such like it wasn't like we were crammed in like a hotel room and we were like, it was chaotic. Like it what didn't feel like it was chaotic. Like we got like, I don't know. It was just a very. It was a wonderful weekend. Wonderful it really weekend. Was. It was so fun. I'm but trying to think of like a story. I don't. On the weekend. I, well, we told the scooter story. Oh yeah, yeah, that was fun. And oh wait, wait, I I'm gonna tell this on the podcast. I'm scared. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try to shorten this story and like not give away too much detail. But about two months, ago, three months ago, in July, early July. I met this male <laughs> at um, in Dallas. Oh, I was like, what is she going to tell? <laughs> I met this guy in Dallas, and him and I, so I thought, hit it off. Um, and like, It was the love of her life <laughs> for like three days. She was like, wonderful, text me. Like, I'm so sad. He's not, he's going out of town for like a month, and I don't know when I'll see him next. And like, yeah go ahead continue. okay yeah and that's what i do when i meet anyone i very like am dramatic about it but didn't like last too long he was also out of town the the whole month after i met him so um he went out of town and said he would like reach out when he came back so he reached out when he got back but i was actually out of town in denver for like nine days i like just got into denver so i was like oof i'm out of town i'll let you know when i'm back so then i texted him when i'm back and then he was back out of town so just like wasn't really aligning um but he did have an item of mine that i like 
kind of wanted. It was like valuable to me, um, sentimental to me, I guess. Um, and Why don't you just say it was a bracelet? <laughs> I don't know. You're making it seem like it was like because then, lingerie or something. <laughs> lingerie? <laughs> lingerie. Do you mean lingerie? Why'd you say it like that? This is a funny joke. Like a I don't know. I just didn't want it like I didn't want it to sound like I slept over there. But okay, yeah, he had my bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't do anything. I think you're making it sketchier by yeah. saying like something valuable. Everyone's like, what? Yeah, like he could have accidentally walked away with my Dior lip gloss or a wallet or my ID. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Anyways. It was um, a bracelet. (laughs) And one of my friends actually gave it to me for a college graduation present. So I like kind of wanted it back and I asked him or so he was like back out of town. It just like wasn't working. And so I finally like replied to him and like a few weeks later and I was like, Hey, um, not like maybe one day we'll make it work, but wanted to see, you know, like if you had still have my bracelet, if I could come by and get that. And he just like never responded, like completely ghosted me. I'm like, all right, dude, whatever. And didn't think I was ever going to see him again. Honestly, I was kind of confused. Like I was like, maybe he, he had just moved to Dallas and I didn't think maybe he liked it and went back home. Cause his text was very weird. Cause the last text he said was like, I'm actually not sure when I'll be back in Dallas. So it was just, I don't know. I just kind of like assumed that maybe he like got a girlfriend or moved back to the city he's from, whatever. So we're in line to get food. It's just Ellie and I, and we're contemplating what we want. We're like looking at the different booths. We're like, Oh, I don't know what I want. And this guy walks by and he's like, Ooh, chicken tikka swarma wrap. That sounds good. And his friend's like, Ooh, that sounds gross. And I was like, no, that sounds so good. And the guy like who commented on it was like, right. Doesn't it? And I'm like, wait, yeah, that sounds so good. Like I would want that, but she wouldn't. And then we just like started talking. He's like, all right, I'm going to get this wrap and we're going to have a bite. And I'm like, all right, good. So it goes and gets it. And we're all three talking. Like I introduced him to Ellie. Like I literally just met this guy from like calling him out for his food opinion. And then his other friend comes and he's talking to us. All of a sudden I look over and that guy that I was talking about starts walking up to me and I'm like, Oh my God, it is. I was not chill either. I like, yeah, I did not play it cool. Cause I recognized him because when obviously like met him the night that him and Gabby met and my jaw literally dropped. Like I sat there and I was like, and he looked at me knowing damn well I knew who he was. Cause like we definitely met that night. Oh, Even if he doesn't yeah. like know, know me like, no, he did recognize, recognize you. Yeah. Yeah. It was not chill. Yeah. And I like played it really cool. Surprisingly. I just was like, he was like, Hey, I was like, Oh my God. Hi. And he's like, how do you know? You know, whatever. I'm like, I actually just met him. I was just commenting. Like we just were, I made a joke to him earlier and he was like, no way. And then he got like super awkward and like his friends were also like walking back to like the place where they were eating. So he just like kind of went with them and his other friend like stayed back and I ended up like telling his friend, I'm like, dude, I, like know your friend and he was like what no way and it was just so weird like I couldn't believe that and then we ended up seeing him again the next day <laughs> yeah that was crazy <laughs> he um, walked right right past us like but he looked at us he yeah he looked at us and like looked straight down I'm like dude what's your problem are you okay also like can I please just have my bracelet back yeah no, he definitely probably like, just threw it away and was embarrassed to say. No, I know. I thought about that too. But I just thought that was crazy because I was always like, oh my God, he's so cute. I want to see him again. And then he... But there's your answer. 
Yep, exactly. That's what I said. I, after that, we went to NoCon. I like looked at Ellie. I'm like, why did that happen? Like, what is the universe trying to tell me? And she was like, that it's not him because the way he just acted. I'm like, you're so right. I'm always right. Facts, queen. Facts, sis. Facts, no problem. There was, there was a little bit of, there's a lot of, um, like crazy stories like that. Yeah, this weekend. Yeah. I feel like it was a fun weekend. It was so fun. But I was like, <laughs> like, I was just like watching, like, it was like you were doing crazy stuff. <laughs> and I, like, not like bad crazy. Yeah. Like, it was just like yeah. a, like a, I was, watching like you were the i was on um, the sidelines yeah no, not really no like you was, weren't you were definitely there you were just like i was your source of entertainment for yeah the weekend. absolutely absolutely like everything was kind of just like but i was like i'm the best sidekick in that way where i will literally be like all right who do i have to, who do i have to talk to so <laughs> no, this I works know. out for literally. gabby also ellie ellie is like I know we like talked about this last week, but we hadn't had a weekend in, together in so long. And that was like the best weekend to like fall back in. I feel like you and I in Austin, like that is our city. Yeah, no, like, 100%. That I haven't been to Austin so long. We get in the car. I'm like, we haven't done this in so long. So I'm long. so excited. I love it. It was perfect. It. it was honestly the perfect weekend. Yeah. It was so fun. It was so fun. Um, but anyways, we'll let you guys listen to the episode of my dad and we hope you enjoy yeah (laughs) no it's a good one he's very wise and you know gives great advice on you know career he's very successful so asked him a little bit about that asked him about being you know gabby carter and kinsey's dad that experience in that way um and yeah uh, it was it was a fun episode so can't wait for y'all to listen but Talk to y'all later. Hello. Welcome. Here is my father, David Blink. Dad, do you want to say hi? Hello, everybody. (laughs) Put it closer to your mouth. Hello, Um, everybody. So this is my dad. He's been my dad my whole (laughs) life. (laughs) Um, 30 years. No, 26. Um... Yeah, we wanted to have him on. He's a little bit hurt because he he was not the first guest when we were in Outer Banks and we recorded with our moms. He was just a little a little butt hurt that he wasn't on, but and now he we, feels bad that he's leaving out my dad. Yeah. So yeah, and I wasn't even the second guest. Yeah, well, there was a line. You know what they say: first is the worst, second is the best, third is the one with the treasure chest. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> you never heard that before. <laughs> Okay. Um, but anyways, yeah, my dad's in town. He's in Dallas for work. So we thought, actually, Ellie thought it would be a good idea to jump on the idea of having him on as a guest. Um, my dad is, he is um, such a, if you know him, you know he's such a fun guy. He's really, he has been such a great dad in my life. And I'm excited to have him on this podcast. I feel like I always tell people that like I am a mini him. Um, I feel like him and I are very similar and I look up to him in a lot of ways. So I'm excited to have him on and we're going to ask him some questions and we're going to hopefully have some fun. But yeah, Ellie, do you want to say anything? Um, I second all of the things that you just said. Definitely. um, Yeah, no, I think I'm, well, that's another, the story for another time. (laughs) um no but uh i mean i've seen how great of a dad you are to both 
or all three of you guys and also great uncle you are so fun to be around and definitely inspire me to be like the fun outgoing person so um yeah definitely owe a lot of that to you and i'm excited for you to come on that's why it was my idea because you're funny and i know you'll you'll give us some good content that's all we need we hope we hope it takes a little uh, getting used to being behind the mic. Are you feeling a little uncomfortable? No, I'm good. Okay, good. <laughs> He's sitting like all the way across the room in a chair. Me and Gabby are laying on the bed. Um, but yeah, so we're just going to ask a couple questions about, you know, who you are, how you've gotten to where you're at now. Um, do you want to start, Gab? Well, yeah, I can just give like a quick overview. But my dad was born in Iowa um in a tiny little town called spencer it's like his favorite place ever he's i feel like he's the type of dad that like i don't know how to describe it but like where you you kind of like peaked in high school a little bit maybe and you have like peaked in what way <laughs> like that was like you're probably f- like one of your favorite times in life yeah. well one of them yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he goes back every year for a golf tournament and all of his high school buddies. Like, he just, he'll always, like, go back to that town. Um, But he did grow, or he went to college in Iowa. He played golf. Um, Then he went to Arizona after college and was a golf pro at Camelback. Mm -hmm. And then met my mom in Arizona. And my mom had a little life in Arizona. And then when my sister was four, they moved to Alabama. And then that's when they had me and my brother. But lived in Alabama. My dad was working at Precept. And then um, kind of switched out of the golf world and went into... He was in sales in the golf world, but switched out and then got into construction sales. Yeah, I went to work for uh, uh, Butler Manufacturing out of Kansas City, which sold pre-engineered metal buildings yes and so moved us to memphis tennessee so my dad is the reason that we did move around a lot of people always ask me when like i tell them i moved around so much they say like was your dad in the military or like whatever but he just got different opportunities and took them and um he also moved us to australia it was an opportunity that his company gave him to do for like a few years so that's why we were over there and then his job took us to colorado so um even though you were like born in this like tiny town in Iowa, I feel like you really got to like go out and see. Like, did you always know you wanted to like move around or not like stay in Iowa? Yeah, I knew. I mean, growing up in in the tall, small town of Spencer, Iowa, was probably the best thing that you know for me. Um, it was just a wholesome area. Had a lot of good friends, but always knew that that you know, once I got out of college that I wanted to try other places, knew that I wasn't going to stay in Iowa. I feel like that's the same for you too. Like you always were just knew you were going to go somewhere else. Like, um, so I'm sure that accounts a lot to how you are, but would you say like, um, moving around, like what's the biggest lesson you've learned? The biggest lesson I probably learned from all of that was, just to move to the next step in my career. Um, you know, I started out as a golf professional, um, a club pro working for Marriott golf, and then, um, knew that I always wanted to get into sales. And the the natural step for me was to get into something geared towards golf. And that's when I went to work for Bridgestone. Um, 
and uh, mainly selling golf balls. Um, and then, and then the golf industry was going downhill. Um, everything was becoming big box commissions. They were cutting our commissions and so forth. And then had an opportunity to go get into construction and, and start selling metal buildings, which was a huge, huge jump for me um, because it, it was obviously much more complex. Um, um, but it was a challenge and I took it on. And the first year was, was not good just because the company had a lot of things going on. So the first year of that with that company, I just really spent time putting out fires, um, but then progressed with the company and then um, uh, moved up with the company. And then they moved me to Australia uh, where I went over there to help start up a business over there for them. And then, um, yeah, and that was great. I mean, I think that was one of the best experiences I've had in my life was going over to Australia. Um, and then it took us back to Colorado and then um, stayed with the company for a few more years and then had another opportunity to go work for um, Span Construction, uh, which was probably the best thing that ever happened in my career. Absolutely. Yeah. Because why? Well, not to get too too much in the nitty gritty of it, but the company that I was working for just wasn't, didn't, the culture had changed a lot in the last five years, the last five years I was with the company. Um, and then um, Span Construction, which is a, a leader in the industry as far as what they do, and that's pretty much a wreck, large, large steel buildings. And I uh, had a good connection with George when I worked with Butler. And then George just recruited me to come on board and, and came into the company for the first year and then got promoted up through that company. And, um, it's in it. That was a whole nother challenge. I mean, it went from selling, selling buildings to full blown construction. And so, um, yeah, it's put me in a, it's put me in a good place now. And, um, yeah. Awesome. So, I mean, both of us are early on in our careers and obviously you have quite the experience. Um, me being like fresh into sales, literally three months, you being like, what, three years? Yeah. Would you, do you wish you knew anything starting out or any advice you would give either of us, you know, beginning in the business world, beginning especially in sales? Yeah. I mean, the biggest challenge in, in sales is dealing with rejection. I mean, it's, it, there's more rejection than there is success uh, in sales, but you, you have to take each um, rejection and take it as a learning moment and how you can improve on that. And then, and then when the successes come, hold on to them and, and learn from those as well and, and push forward. Um, and then I always said that, you know, one of, I kind of call it my superpower in sales is, is being able to relate to the person you're dealing with uh, for the first time and, and quickly understanding where their mindset is um and um yeah and the other thing is is communication and then and building trust with the customer um throughout my career and whether it be as a golf professional and or selling golf balls the one thing i always took was especially when i was a golf professional we had a lot of salespeople come through and there was a lot of salespeople that were very cheesy um came off as like a used car salesman type and um, I always told myself I'm not going to be that person because there's no trust there right. with, with those type of people and so yeah yeah well I want to like 
kind of pivot into like being a father um and yeah i guess what's like what do you enjoy most about being a father not to make it all about gabby but (laughs) she's gotta know and now i get to ask these questions (laughs) no i i seeing my kids grow um obviously from you know from little just little children and then you know all the way up through grade school, junior high, high school, college, and all of that, and seeing them succeed and, and seeing them being confronted with challenges and, and how they handle them, um, and just seeing their successes along the way, whether it, be in, whether it be in work, whether it be in sports, that was always um, um, very empowering to me. And, and, um, and you know, it was just, uh, yeah, it was a, a special part of my life. What would you say the hardest moment for you was as a father? You know, I haven't had a lot of hard times being a father. I've been very fortunate with all my kids being healthy. Um, you know, I've seen, a, a, you know, a lot of my friends that have had to deal with, you know, you know, whether it be medical issues with their kids and so forth. And the fact that I've gotten this far in life with my kids being healthy, that's probably the biggest, most important thing to me. Um, uh, the challenges of being a father, I am, uh, I am a worrier. Um, and to this day, you know, it's funny. My mom was the same way growing up as a, when I was a kid, she would constantly, you know, worry. She would stay up in high school. She would stay up, um, till I got home, you know, and I'm kind of that, that same way. I kind of was, it was kind of handed down to me, I guess. Um, I always have to know if my kids, it's funny, my mom, like, like for instance, my mom's 89 years old and on Sunday I called her on the way to the airport and she goes, please make sure you call me when you get there. <laughs> Here I am, you know, 56 years, so 57 years old now. And, um, I'm the same way. If my kids are going to go on a trip, you know, I want to make sure that they get there safe and they get home safe. So, yeah. Yeah. Is there anything that your parents did that you wanted to make sure you didn't do as a parent? No, you know, I was very fortunate. I had uh, t- two two great parents um, that cared a lot about us, us three kids. Um, uh, I was the youngest of three, um, and all three of us were very different. Um, my brother and I couldn't be more night and day from each other. Um, he, he went down a path of being kind of a thrill seeker, um, racing motorcycles, getting in trouble here and there. And so it was kind of... I think, you know, my dad kind of put his foot down and wanted me to be a golfer and, and, and do the safe sports, so to speak. And, um, yeah. Um, but no, they were, they were great, great parents. Um, and really, really didn't take anything that they did that I really didn't want to do. Um, they were very supportive. Um, so no, yeah. Mm. Well, then reverse, is there things that you loved that you made sure you wanted to incorporate into when you were a father? Yeah, I think that was, that was you know, what they kind of instilled and, and, and made sure that, that, that we were always 
there for holidays and, and that sort of thing. And so it was always important to me, you know, especially when I started to have kids that we did, we made all the efforts in the world to get back for Christmas and, and that sort of thing, to spend time with them. Um, the one thing that I guess that was tough was, um, was when I decided that I was not gonna make my roots in Iowa and having to leave them and so forth. And then even today, it's, it's tough. My, mom, my, my father's passed away, passed away um, some years ago. How old were you when he passed away? I was, uh, f- I think I was like 43. I mean, it was 20 years ago. Yeah. yeah. So you're probably. No, no I, would, I guess I would have been you're 40 30, 38, 38-ish. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. 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 And um, my mom's um, 89. She's still alive in Spencer, and, and she struggles, but she's a tough old bird. Um, but, um, you know, being away from her, recently she's had some some issues she she fell and she's in a nursing home now and it's tough for me not to be there with her um so i'll just make sure that when you know my time comes and i'm my health is starting to fail that my kids are close by me and they oh they yeah because you really showed that example <laughs> yeah there probably will be some nice nursing homes for you i'll make sure i get you in a good one um, okay, well, looking back at your life, who do you think, like, could you pinpoint, you know, who maybe was the most influential person that you had in your life? Oh, I would probably have to say my dad. Um, my dad and I were pretty similar as far as um, geared towards the social aspect of things. My dad was very social. Um, he um, had a lot of friends. Um, and I think I've kind of carried that over as far as, you know, trying to be social and fun and that sort of thing. Um, there were some other people in my life that were influential. My, um, golf coach in high school was not only a good coach, but just a great person. Um, I took a lot from him, um, and, uh, carried that into, you know, who I, some, somewhat who I am today. Um, yeah, there's other people in my career that um, that really were good mentors, um, and um, you know, in in every in every career that I had, whether it be in a golf professional, I had a there was a uh, the head pro at Camelback, Joe Shershnovich, really looked up to him and um, was was a very good mentor. Um, yeah, so. Um, had some good mentors in my current job with George, my boss, um, really look up to him. And so, yeah. Are there certain values you'd say that you like look for in those like mentors or people that you find yourself like gravitating towards? Yeah. Honesty. Um, that's probably the most important thing. Um, because you know, I don't want if I need to be mentored, I don't want them to sugarcoat it. I want them to, right. you know, tell me exactly what I'm doing right and what I'm doing wrong and, and how I can fix those things. So honesty would probably be. Number one. Uh, yeah. That's a good one. We love an honest, honest lad. What's your favorite quality of Gabby? <laughs> and then me next. Well, I could probably speak to both of you at the same time. 
yeah. we're so similar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always say you're two peas in a pod. Yeah. Hey, it's y'all's fault. You did it. <laughs> you put us together and forced uh, us to be friends. So uh, here we are. Forced? I don't know if we, well, kind of did force, yeah. right? There was so. a period where I was forced to be Gabby's friend. <laughs> yeah, you didn't like her very much. No, for I a didn't. While. Yeah, we Can had to you break you guys up all the time. Yeah. But now I love her. I think I remember a story. I think I don't know if it was you and Gabby or if it was if it was Joe because you guys when we lived in Birmingham, you guys would be upstairs and you'd always be screaming and somebody would start crying and stuff. So we kind of made a rule like you know, hey, unless there's blood, we don't want to hear a thing about it. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like the next night or whatever, there was a bunch of screaming and crying and and I don't know somebody. I think your dad even might have said like we told you guys to. And it's like, but dad, dad, there's blood. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that story. Um, I don't really remember Birmingham much. Like, I only really remember Memphis. Yeah. I remember barely the basement, just, like, riding around scooters down there, but that's pretty much it. Um, Okay, what, your favorite aspects? We're still waiting. Favorite, oh, of you two. Yeah, Yeah. well, just your, (laughs) your personalities, the way you guys just love to have fun and... You, you both have a lot of friends and um, it's just watch. It, it's been great to watch the two of you grow up together. And it, it's really, really re- rewarding for me that you guys are so close and, you know, living together now here in Texas and doing well in your careers. And so it, 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 it really warms my heart. Oh, <laughs> now who's your favorite child? <laughs> Cooper. Okay. We knew that was it's all i know it's me he just can't say it and put it out there mm-hmm. car, and, car and kids you don't listen to the podcast you can say me <laughs> <laughs> they don't i don't think so um all right well so what would you say like looking at you know people you know me and ellie and just kids our age what would you like what advice would you give you know kind of like entering in like you know, the like later half of their twenties or even just like getting up to like the point of settling down or questions that they might have in their career. Like, is there anything that you would, you know, tell the world, tell the world? Well, we have so many listeners, so make sure it's impactful. Well, I'd say, first of all, create a budget. Oh God. Oh, shit. <laughs> <There we> go. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And save your money. Oh, um, what? and when you get to a point in life when you're, 26 23 almost 24 yeah 26 26 that you know there comes a time when well first of all you need to find a man you know <laughs> no we don't <laughs> and you need to maybe slow down a little bit it's not every weekend has to be a party or you have to get on a plane all gas but, no breaks um, you guys <laughs> yeah yeah um no um I would say he's talking yeah. to us there. Yeah, that was all about yeah. you too. No, I, I I do think it's great to have fun and and um, it's just interesting. Interesting today, it's so much different than when I grew up. I, I had a lot of fun, but I also, you know, had a budget and didn't make a lot of money when I was a golf professional. I mean, it was it was yeah, you know, but uh, but I still had fun and um, so. You know, enjoy the time you have now before it is time to start settling down. And and um, but uh, have goals, have goals, um, 
and um yeah i like that advice i feel like that's also kind of different from some perspectives you would hear from like different parents and such is like enjoy the time you have now which me and gabby very much live by and that's why we we aren't settling down anytime soon so um we took that one really seriously so i'll listen to that that portion but the beginning part with the finances that was a little fuzzy i didn't I didn't quite catch that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, really, it's really in, fuzzy for you. In one isn't ear, it? out the other, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Okay, this last part, we're gonna just do like a speed round of questions. Have you ever snuck out before? Snuck out? Yeah, like growing up. Oh yeah. Have you been in a fight before? Twenty-one of them. Twenty-one fights. This fights. Mm-hmm. Actually, you 21. had that on the top of your head. Yeah, seven. What? Who are you fighting people oh, yeah. about? Spencer. A lot of fights in Spencer. Yeah. Wow. How many of those twenty-one did you win? I'm um, seventeen and four. Okay. So you've won seventeen of them. Mm-hmm. You, Lady Legs, won seventeen mm-hmm. of those twenty-one. Yeah. I can have all my friends confirm that. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna have to get confirmation mm-hmm. on that. Yeah. The fact that that was top of mind was honestly. Well, it's always, yeah, it's yeah. just, yeah. You, know, you were proud of that guys. one. Yeah. Um, favorite movie? Caddyshack. Figures, golfer. Mm-hmm. Um, what's like top of your brain craziest story growing up? Oh, yeah. I don't, know. don't know if I could share. Come on. We need good content. Mm-hmm. What has been your favorite vacation? You can go back to that question that Ellie asked. Well, this summer was a great week. Outer Banks. Outer Banks was, that was a a really good time in Outer Banks. Um, I always enjoy, Gabby brought it this earlier, but I do always enjoy going back to my hometown every year for the the Northwest Amateur Golf Tournament because I, you know, I get to see, it's not because of the golf tournament. That's a part of it, but it's also... Um, seeing my old high school friends one thing that's great that, that I'm very fortunate is is that I still you know I've got five or six friends from high school that were very very close and we see each other quite a bit and so that's something I'm very fortunate um, that I have in my life where do you see yourself retiring well ultimately I would like you know I would like to settle down somewhere, live on a lake, close to a golf course, um, warm. Carolina is kind of a target, um, but I'm struggling with mom on that right now because she seems to now want to stay in Colorado. Well, you worked your whole life. You deserve it. Mm-hmm. So I'll have your back there. Okay. Who's your favorite artist? Prince. Your favorite holiday? Christmas. Favorite place you've lived in? Australia. Do you believe in fate? Yes. Who has it easier, men or women? Men. Good answer. Good answer, Dad. What does a person need to be happy? 
good network of friends. And some money. <laughs> but maybe your friends have money and then you can just like mooch yeah. off their like lake houses and stuff. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah you're you're gonna get lucky with us. We're gonna have some pretty cool houses. She's gonna have the beach house, I'm gonna have the lake house, and then we'll share the mountain home. Yeah. Well Rachel said she'll get one of them. So okay. Rachel will get the mountain house and then you guys can join occasionally when yeah. we have Christmas and Thanksgiving. Yeah. You can borrow it when we're not there, but yeah, because you'll yeah. have multiple homes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, then that that's just our like homes, and then we'll have where we live. How do you plan on accomplishing that? Meeting a really rich <laughs> man. <laughs> um, no, I work no. my ass off. So does Ellie. I'm just. I was just gonna say I'm gonna make a lot of money. Okay. We're gonna. Did you say what was that B word you said earlier? We're gonna figure like a budget. A budget maybe yeah. well we'll yeah. try that out see yeah. if it works yeah. and then um manifest it manifest a rich man <laughs> <laughs> there you go um well yeah well we appreciate all of your wise words your words of wisdom and um you coming on being fun can't wait to go to the this social event yeah we're about to go to denim and diamonds and when we walked into the hotel room my, my dad was like whoa you guys really took this seriously because we're in full denim <laughs> outfits full denim. and yeah. yeah we're gonna go have fun and yeah thanks for joining us today you're very fortunate um to be on this podcast but <laughs> um we love you and have a have a good wednesday everyone love you bye bye Bye. <laughs> Love you. <laughs>